morning. As we gather for worship this morning, I invite you to take just about three deep breaths to center yourself in this place and in this space. Let us worship God together. God calls into our midst those who are beloved in all their diversity. We welcome them. God calls into our midst all those who are vulnerable and in need. We welcome them. God calls into our midst those with a word of challenge that proclaims God's kingdom for all people. We welcome them. Let us worship God, who calls us to be prophets of welcome and compassion. And now let us sing our opening hymn together. Lord among us and bring 
welcome to worship with the people of Westminster Presbyterian Church. Wherever you are, however you are worshiping with us, welcome. And all spirits of hospitality, welcome. Uh, I want to invite you to learn more about the ministry of Westminster by going to our website, wpctibron.org. You can also peruse around the Facebook channel or YouTube channel that you're on right now. Uh, that those are being updated pretty regularly. But perhaps the best way to learn more about the church is through getting to know its people. So, of course, feel free to connect with any of those that may be worshiping live with you now or reach out to those of us who are on staff. We'd love to connect even more. Uh, let's continue our worship with our community prayer. Would you pray with me? Joyful God, your loving hands are always creating freedom, release, and fresh starts. Help us do the same by caring for all beings with gentleness and care. Your warm, wide arms are always open, drawing us into your heart full of love. Make our arms your own, helping us see and welcome with compassion all those we meet. Thank you for your spirit within us, which guides, encourages, and strengthens us always. Amen. Our prayers continue in quiet. Ever-present God, you walk with us through good times and bad, mountain tops and valley deeps. Your footsteps are our guide. Your hands are our support. We trust in your forgiveness that you have removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. We have knocked and are grateful that you opened the door. Now may you open our hearts and our minds to your spirit. We pray all this in your son's name for his sake. Amen. Well, it is our time of discovery, and I'm so glad to be here with you. Hey, do you recognize this place? Maybe this will help. Yeah, I'm just a few feet from where we used to gather, down here on the steps in the sanctuary. I had to come to the church to take a couple of pictures, and I thought, why not go ahead and record from here? And as nice it is to be here, I got to tell you, it's not the same without folks. And so we probably just won't be here much until it's safe for us to come back. And I know that kind of waiting is hard, but together we'll get through it. You know, not much is happening in this room these days, but you know there's a lot happening in the church, especially you young folks who this past week... Uh, joined together for Compassion Camp, our version of Virtual Vacation Bible School. And that's just one of the many things that's been happening at the church, even when we haven't been able to gather together. And I wonder if some of you who were a part of Compassion Camp could join me in sharing a song with the wider congregation that we learned together. Would you join with me? And those of you who weren't there, the words will be up on your screen. We'll sing it through a few times and you can join in when you get the hang of it. It's really easy. It's called a compassion prayer. Let's sing it together.
passion May we be filled to the top of our hearts When we have the power to make something right May we show God's love May we be shown compassion May we be found in the center of peace when we have needs that others can meet, may we find God's love. Let's try that together. May we be filled with compassion. May we be filled to the top of our hearts when we find power to make something right. May we show God's love. have needs that others can meet. May we find God's love. One more time. May we be filled with compassion. May we be filled to the top of our hearts when we have the power to make something right. May we show God's love. May we be found at the center of peace when we have needs that others can meet. May we find God's love. May we all be filled with compassion. May we recognize the compassion that others offer us. God bless you and keep you until we meet again. Go now in peace, go now in peace. May the love of God surround you everywhere, everywhere you may go. Hi, church family. I miss you but I'm very grateful to our church leadership for keeping us safe. So thank you for all the ways in which they're fostering this online community. Um, I've enjoyed these videos from others, which is why I agreed to do one. And um, other things that I've loved about our online church are Rob's morning and evening prayers and Bethany's uh, four-part harmonies. They're so beautiful and also all the other opportunities like the meeting tonight with women connecting and the friendships that have formed through that. Um, through these wild and crazy times, I'm staying sane by um, uh, telecommuting at UC Berkeley and our family has found every possible porch and deck and uh, lawn and whatever where we can get together six feet apart outside. We have a lot of vulnerable members of our family, so we're visiting that way. And we've kind of enjoyed the nature and the potluck quality of it. Um, I also have really uh, appreciated the efforts that Californians have made. And I'm a little concerned to see 
the case is ticking up again, but I loved what our governor just did in bringing all the Democrats and Republican former governors together to send out apolitical stay safe messages. So just really appreciating uh, the church leadership, our state leadership um, through all of this and know we'll get through it uh, one day. <laughs> um, and in the meantime, I love seeing all the families and um, for you kids out there, I love seeing your stuffed animals. I don't know if you guys can see this on here. Um, so this is for the kids who are watching. This is um, Blackie and Cutie. And these are two of my daughter's uh, stuffed animals when she was young. She's all grown up now. But for any kids out there, keep the stuffed animals coming. Uh, they cheer us up and we love seeing you and them. Anyway, take care. Prayers and love to you all. Bye. Thank you, Bev. It's great to see you. We're going to go into a time of sharing our joys and concerns, whether you're sharing them uh, with just our good Lord or with the people in the room there with you, or virtually with those of us gathered here. Uh, we do invite you, if you are comfortable, to write any joys and concerns in the comment boxes. Uh, those are active now on YouTube as well. So. Let us uh, enter into a state of prayer. Let's, would you pray with me? Oh God, we acknowledge your, your goodness in our lives. It's not always easy. We acknowledge these things happening in our midst that are a complete reflection of your goodness. We share these joys with one another and with you. God, we also recognize that it's sometimes difficult to see your goodness. There are a great many things that concern us in the world today, some of them more personal than others. God, we share these concerns with one another and with you. God, we are grateful for your presence, knowing that it is in all places. So we pray the prayer that your Son taught us to pray so long ago. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before
last week for our Vacation Bible School. And every day during our Vacation Bible School time, we would read a Bible story. And the story we are going to read today is actually one that we read to the kids. And what we would do is we would stop usually at an emotion word and have the kids act out that emotion either in their face or in their body. So we're going to do that today. And I invite you at home to act out those emotion words with us. All right. So, Nicholas, why don't you take it away? Story from the book of Ruth, chapter one. In Judah, there once was a man who worried about how his family would survive the famine. All right. Worried. We're going to act out worried. I don't know. He's very worried. All right. Continue. He took his wife, Naomi, and their two sons to the country of Moab. They settled there and made a life among the people. Soon their sons married two women named Orpah and Ruth. Sadly, Naomi's husband passed away, and then her two sons died as well. Naomi missed. She missed her family. I mean, her son and her husbands had died. I'm sure she was sad and missing them. So what might that emotion look like? Maybe holding, holding one's heart, holding one's body. All right, what happened next? Naomi missed her other family and wanted to go back home. 
So she began the long journey back to Judah, as was the custom for daughters-in-law. Orpah and Ruth followed her. But Naomi insisted they stay home in Moab. Go back to your family. May the Lord deal kindly with you, as you have dealt with your husbands and me. Peace be with you. Then Naomi hugged them goodbye as they all cried together. Cried? This was, a, this was one that the kids acted out really well as. Do you one thing we talked about too is our one of our themes last week our main theme was compassion as we act out all these emotions that helps us feel compassion for these people going through a really hard time in this story as they cry the thought of having to leave one another all right nicholas continue but orpah and ruth were determined determined that looks different from crying right I set myself in a determined stance all right what were they determined about they were determined to follow her. Mm. Naomi tried to persuade them. I do not want to ruin your chance at marriage and having your own family. If you stay with me, you will have nothing because I cannot give you anything. I have lost everything and my heart is so bitter. Bitter. Hmm. Often I think of bitter as a taste, but my heart can feel bitter too. That might look kind of like a squinched up facial expression when I feel bitter. All right, keep going. They all cried together once again. Orpah decided to go back, but Ruth clung to Naomi even more. Naomi said to Ruth, don't stay with me. Go back with Orpah. But Ruth opened up. Opened up. Another important part of compassion that we talked about is when we open up to each other, when we get to know each other, when we hear each other's stories, when we tell each other our feelings and our thoughts, that helps us feel compassion for each other. So I don't know what open up might look like in our bodies. Maybe we sit up straighter and more open. All right. So what did Ruth say? Ruth opened up to her. Don't make me leave you. Where you go, I will go. Or you make your home, I will make my home. Your people will be my people. Your God, my God. And where you die and are buried, I will be buried there too. I will be your family. When Naomi saw that she couldn't change Ruth's mind, her heart softened. She accepted Ruth, and they traveled back to Judah together. Ruth lovingly. Lovingly. Oh, that's a good one to show. Love, lovingly love. Okay. Ruth lovingly took care of Naomi, and she became like a daughter to her. This is holy wisdom, holy word. Thanks be to God. And thank you, Nicholas, as we think about all of the different ways compassion was shown in that story, and also how maybe we ourselves felt compassion and felt with the people of the story. So thank you. I was at a Marin Interfaith Council board meeting last week, about a week and a half ago. And we started, as we always do, with some check-ins. Just a chance for everyone gathered to say how they've been doing or what's been on their mind. And when we came to one of our board members named Annie, she paused for a while and then she said very intently, I've been noticing that people need a lot of love right now. I have to say, I thought about that statement a lot this past week. This past week was our vacation Bible school, and our theme was compassion camp. So we talked a lot about how important compassion is, and especially the need for compassion right now, because 
people need a lot of love right now. Each day we read a Bible story like the one that Nicholas read for you today that exemplifies compassion and the uh, campers had all kinds of activities to do at home every day to help them think about it, what it means to be a compassionate being. Now I found myself multiple times throughout the week wishing that we had offered this vacation Bible school to everyone, not just to our young children. Because compassion is so important. We need compassion camp right now. And so since you were not able to participate last week, uh, what I want to do today is share with you, share with you some of what we discussed during the week last week. So you can maybe at least a little bit feel like you were there with us. So we gathered on Monday and we began by talking about what compassion really is. You know, the word compassion means to feel with. So we see a person's hurt or grief or anger, and we feel that with them. But in order to feel with someone, we need to know them, right? Now, so our specific theme on Monday, under our general theme of compassion camp, was at the table. I want to share with you the picture. There you go, at the table. And we really need to sit down at the table with someone in order to know them, right? We, we need to hear each other's stories, know about each other's lives. And the wider your welcome to the table, the more people we include at our table, the more compassionate we're able to be. I think Jesus gave us a wonderful example of what it means to welcome people to the table. You know, he ate with the hated tax collectors. He ate with sinners and outcasts. He shared his very last meal with the man that he knew would betray him. You know, sitting down with and getting to know all these different types of people enabled Jesus to be the wonderful model of compassion that he was. Now, of course, right now, physically sitting at a table with people outside our household is not really possible. So we have to be creative about how we might reach out and gather in and listen to and learn from one another. And during Compassion Camp, our, some of our campers, most of our campers made these beautiful table centerpieces as a reminder to do just that, to reach out to gather in and to expand the welcome at our table. You know, these centerpieces really are a symbol of how God draws everyone together at the table. So then Tuesday, our compassion camp theme was to the neighbor. And we focused specifically on how difficult it can sometimes be to show compassion. You know, sometimes we have to take a risk. Sometimes we need to be brave and have courage. And feeling with someone's pain means opening ourselves up to our own pain. And feeling with someone as they move through a difficult time in their life means that we may have to enter into some of that difficult time. Now, we should never do anything that makes us feel unsafe. 
But often compassion does mean leaving our comfort zones for a while. Jesus found that the act of showing compassion for someone often put him at odds with the authorities. You know, his radical compassion was a challenge to the status quo and to the religious and political leaders of the time. Now, before I completely talk you out of showing compassion because it can be difficult, let's remember it can also be very easy. Compassion can be as easy as giving someone a hug or providing a listening ear. Now again, we can't offer hugs right now to people outside of our household, but our compassion campers, some of them made virtual hugs last week. This camper was planning to send his virtual hug to a friend of his whose grandmother has just died. Wednesday, Wednesday our theme was compassion for myself. You know, we can best love another when we are filled up with love for ourselves. Now, this is not to say that we become boastful or prideful about, we are so awesome and better than you. No. Instead, we say, we are so awesome and so is everyone else. We are each beloved children of God and God made each one of us to be amazing, unique individuals. And when we love and care for ourselves, that helps us to better love and care for others. It reminds me of being on an airplane when we're encouraged to put our own oxygen masks on first before helping another. We love ourselves and we love others. So this was the coloring page we had for Wednesday. And note how it reminds us of all the wonderful qualities we possess. You know, I am gentle, loving, important, good, unique, enough, kind. It goes on and on. Here are a couple of our campers. You can see their coloring pages right above their heads. Now, when was the last time you reminded yourself of that? You are important. You are good. You are enough. Let's show compassion to ourselves. Our campers were also encouraged to make these paper chains and write a word of affirmation on each link. And then in the coming week, what they'll do is they'll take off a link every day as a reminder of how wonderful and beloved they are. This particular camper, some of the words he chose were love, laughs and hugs. What a brilliant chain of compassion that is. Thursday's theme was along the way. You know, those two women perhaps remind us of Ruth and Naomi. People come in and out of our lives all the time. You know, how are we present with the people we encounter along the way? Now, for example, I've taken special notice of grocery store clerks during this shelter-in-place time. I am so grateful that they are working. So rather than simply focusing on trying to find my credit card and pay for my groceries, which is what I usually do, I have begun to take a moment and to greet my cashier warmly, to thank them for the work that they are doing during this difficult time. It was just a small action, but 
hopefully one that makes a positive difference in the life of someone I have encountered along the way. Now I can think of so many times in the scriptures when people stopped Jesus just as he was on his way to somewhere else. They wanted to speak to him or to receive healing from him or to simply be in his presence for a little while. And so often he would stop. He would interact with them. He would offer them compassion, even if he had somewhere else to be. He would spend time with those people he encountered along the way. Now, during our vacation Bible school, we had a special prayer each and every day. And the prayer for Thursday, for along the way, included this line. It said, make us flexible and present in each moment that we might embrace compassion by letting go of what we expected. Hmm, an interesting prayer to consider. So Friday, the theme was compassion with the world. We talked about the biblical idea of jubilee and what a gift it can be to receive a fresh start. You know, it can be such a gift to be able to try again when something doesn't go right or to simply rest and reset when we have reached our breaking point. And we can show compassion both to ourselves and to others by offering this fresh start, and by providing times of jubilee. Now, one side effect of this shelter-in-place time is that it's been a bit of a fresh start for our planet. Your compassion not only includes caring for ourselves and caring for others, but also caring for the natural world. And on Friday, each of our campers was encouraged to think of one thing they might do to show compassion to the earth. Now, throughout the entire week, we continued to return to God's amazing and abundant love for each one of us. And when we let God's love into our lives, allowing ourselves to be surprised and awed and changed by God's love for us, we can't help but be moved to share that love with those around us. So with that in mind, I want to close with a song. It's called Let Love by Jesus Culture. And I have to give a huge thank you to Barbara and Ben and Wyatt who uh, did some virtual experimenting with me to make this song happen. Now the lyrics of the chorus say, I will let love find me. I will let love surprise me. I will let love redesign me. Now that certainly happened for me this week as I spent some time with some of the wonderful young people of Westminster. This is about half of our campers that you see on the screen. God's love and compassion is certainly made known in each one of them. So may each one of us always be found by God's love. Amen. Two, three, four. I have clenched my 
you have opened it I have wandered far away But you were already there With open arms With open arms I will let love find me I will let love surprise me When the levee breaks, when my world starts feeling like an earthquake, when your love starts sinking in, I can see on the waves your open arms, your open arms. I will let love find me. I will let love surprise me. As I mentioned to the children during the time of discovery, there is so much happening in the life of this congregation right now. In some ways, more than even before. The best way for you to stay connected and to stay engaged is by checking your weekly e-news. This is an email that goes out to everybody in the congregation for whom we have an email address. 
If you're not seeing that, check your spam folders, check your email settings, and then reach out to the office, reach out to one of the staff, and we can see if we can get that fixed for you. We've updated our format so that we include everything that's happening with links to learn more, links to sign up, and links to engage through our virtual platforms. So please check that out. It'll also be on the website as well, but the e-news comes to you, which makes it easier. A couple of things to highlight. Today is the second of two conversations we've been having about Brene Brown's podcast, uh, Unlocking Us, uh, about race and racism. She's featured two really important guests recently, Austin Channing Brown and Ibram Kendi. If you haven't been able to join us or won't be able to join us for those conversations, I lift up that podcast to you as a good uh, piece to engage, good set of pieces to engage. After we finish today, we'll be putting our heads together as the Outreach Commission to consider what else to offer you as a congregation. We've compiled a lot of resources, books, films, assessment tools, self-education uh, curricula, and we want to figure out what's best to do next. So if you don't join us for those conversations, feel free to reach out to us directly and say, hey, I'd like to learn more about this, or I'd love to engage in a process of that. And we will try to construct uh, a calendar and a schedule of resources and offerings that help us do our part to make this a more racially just society. Two uh, exciting opportunities for you to sign up for. We're gonna be keeping Sunday morning worship as it is in, until it's safe to do otherwise. But we will offer a couple of supplemental services, we're calling them, outdoors in small gatherings in places where we can uh, practice safely. To that end, on uh, July 19th and July 12th, 12th and 19th at 5.30 in the afternoon, those are Sundays, we'll be hosting two outdoor worship services. They're identical, so you only need to sign up for one. You can sign up for those on the e-news or on the website. Contact us if you can't figure that out and come out for a time of singing and prayer and brief reflection. I should say though, don't feel pressured to. The church wants to have no part in putting people in harm's way. So do what you need to do to keep you and your loved ones safe. If those services are filled when you try to sign up, let us know so that we can keep you in mind for our next offering and hopefully give you priority for that one. I hope you're checking us out on social media, Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, uh, any number of channels there where you can find morning and evening devotions and readings. Bethany does these wonderful songs where she sings all the pieces of the harmony. We have some interviews posted as well. Good ways to stay engaged while we're sheltering in place. We'll be producing a devotional guide for families to use for, it has a full month of offerings, and so you should be seeing that soon, and that's another way to keep your faith going during this time of isolation. I know it is hard to be patient right now. I know we all want to be back, but part of what we're seeing, I gather, in this rise in numbers in coronavirus cases is people giving up people deciding they don't want any longer to listen to the scientists or the health professionals. And now is the time to be more disciplined, to be strong and to be resolved in doing what's right because it's all about loving our neighbor. That's why we wear the mask. That's why we stay at home. That's why we stay away from one another. As Christians, we're called to love our neighbor. But I have compassion for those of you for whom this is especially hard. So hang in there. 
We'll do it together. The last thing I want to say is simply thank you. Always thank you. You have been so generous in your support of this congregation in so many ways. For those of you who have uh, fulfilled your pledge, thank you. For those of you who have gone above and beyond and offered us extra gifts because we don't have the plate to pass any longer, thank you. We know that some folks are not economically in a place where they can do that right now. And so for those of you who've gone uh, the extra mile, we're so grateful. As always, you can send a check to the church at the old address it gets to us, or you can give online. But most of all, no matter what you have to give economically, we hope you give of your soul and of your prayers to build up this beloved community. So pray for this church, pray for our community, pray for our world. We need it. Thanks and God's peace. receive the benediction as you go from this place even this virtual place know that the love of God who is our creator Jesus Christ our Redeemer the Holy Spirit our sustainer goes with you now and always amen